Great. Um, so as Jonty mentioned, we're going to be looking um, at Ephesians chapter 4. And so if you want to open your Bibles there, that is page 1175. Um, let me pray for us as we read it. Father God, uh, we thank you that um, we can be your disciples, Lord. We thank you that you have shown us Jesus, that we can follow in his footsteps. Um, and we pray now, Lord, that as we think about what that means for us as a church, as a body together um, of Christ, Lord, we pray that you would um, open our hearts, you would help us understand your word, um, and that we would find a real joy um, in what it looks like to be your church. Amen. Amen. Um, one of the amazing things I think about uh, technology these days is that you can leave the house. Um, when I does this, I, I often work like Facebook for the event page or the, the email that I've got with the postcode in it. Um, so I'll find out where I'm going and then I'll get into City Mapper and find out how I'm going to get there all in my walk having already left the house. Um, and so we can leave the house without knowing where we're going or how we're going to get there, which is brilliant until the dreaded day comes when your phone runs out of battery. We've all had this experience, haven't we? We don't know where we're going. We don't know how we're going to get there. Our phones are out of battery and we're totally lost. And I think that's something that we all find in London um, because when we're on a journey, it's important that we know our destination. It's important that we know where we're going to go. Um, and if we don't know where we're going, it can be really, really, feel really desperate, can't it? Um, and I think sometimes the Christian life can feel a little bit like that. Like we talked about taking little steps today. We talked about um, this journey of discipleship. Um, stepping forward step by step. The nation that we're aiming for, um, it can all feel sometimes a little bit hopeless, sometimes a little bit um, as if we're just doing it for the sake of it. Um, and so we're going to look now at Ephesians 4, where Paul paints a picture of what the destination is for the church, like what we are meant to be, what Christ has created us to be. Um, so written by Paul, um, one of the apostles to the Ephesian church. Um, that's a, it's a young church, it's a church of Gentiles, so they're all people who, they were not Jewish people, and that's important, they were being brought in um, to God's family. So the people who don't know, um, they, they, don't, they haven't traditionally been part of God's family. And he's writing to them um, to show them the wonders of Jesus Christ. He says, you were dead and now you are alive in Christ. Um, he says, you were in the dark and now you are in the light of Christ. Um, and he shows them who Jesus is. And then at the end, he gives them instructions how to live. If you like, he gives them the steps that he has to take. And then in Ephesians 4, chapter 11 to 16, he tells them where they're going to be going. Um, so if you look down with me at your Bibles, we're going to read that together. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith, and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, and blown here and there by every wind of teaching, and the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So here we've got Paul writing to the Ephesian church, saying that there is a destination. I don't know if you spotted it. Um, in verse 13, he says, 
at the beginning, in verses 11 and 12, he says, Christ himself gave the pastors, the preachers, the apostles, the teachers, to equip his people for works of service, so that they may be built up until. So there's an end point, there is a destination, there is a point that we are, we are walking to. And that point is where we reach unity in the faith, and we attain the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So the destination to the church, the, di- the direction that we're heading in, is a place where we're united in faith and we attain the fullness of Jesus Christ. Now, those are words, they're really nice, they, they sound good, but what do they mean? Like, what does it mean to be united in the faith? United in the knowledge of Jesus Christ? What does it mean to attain the whole measure of the fullness of Christ? Um, well, Paul goes on to explain in verses 14 to 16 what's that, what that looks like. And we're going to pick out four hallmarks that Paul gives us um, of a mature church and what that looks like. So we're looking at four things that Paul points out. The first thing is that a mature, mature church is steadfast. A mature church is steadfast. Verse 14 says, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. We will no longer be tass- tossed back and forth by the waves. I don't know if you, in your um, day-to-day lives, in your jobs, in your relationships, in your friendships, it can feel like there are huge waves of, um, waves of things that are trying to knock you off course as you're trying to live the Christian life. Um, maybe it's the job, maybe it's the stuff we've been talking about, like pursuing, pursuing money, maybe it's a relationship, maybe there are people, um, friends in your life who are, who are throwing, throwing distractions, temptations in there that feel like waves that are going to knock you off course. Paul says the sign, the hallmark of a mature church, when we are united in the faith, is that we will not be tossed back and forth by the waves. We will be rooted in Jesus Christ and we will cling on to him. And that means that when these temptations come our way, when, um, when the, the stormy waters come, um, we will say no because we will not be tossed back and forth by the waves, um, whatever they will be. So the first sign is that we will be a steadfast church. And secondly, we will be a church that is speaking truth in love. Verse 15, instead, speaking truth in love, we will grow and to become in every respect the mature body of Christ. So we'll be a church that is, that is speaking truth. So we, we tell each other the truth of Jesus Christ. We tell each other that Jesus Christ died for us to save our sins. We tell each other that Jesus is bigger and better and more powerful than, than the problems and the things that we see in the world. Um, we hold on to good doctrine. We hold on to the Bible. We, we seek to love the Word of God. Because we, but we do it in a loving way. It, it can be possible, can't it, for people to speak truth but, but not in love. I don't know if anyone's ever felt crushed by a Christian who has, who has got really, really sound theology and you've said something and they've kind of slammed down the Bible and said, no, 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 this isn't, that's not how it should be. It's possible to be truthful but not loving, but the sign of a mature church is that truth is preached in love. So we care for one another, we look out for one another, we're sensitive to the situations in each other's lives and to the, the anxieties and the pressures that we're under. So we're, we're a church that, that speaks truth in love and it's really important that this is from everyone. I don't, know if you, I, I don't know if you see that as we go on, but as Paul writes this, he's, he's talking as if he's among the church. Like, we will no longer be infants. We will be growing. We will be speaking truth in love. This is not something that, that happens when John T and, and Phil preach to us on a Sunday. This is something that in conversations with one another, we, we speak the truth, we point each other to Jesus. 
we love each other. We, we understand each other's pressures. We, we speak truth in love. So a mature church is steadfast. A mature church is speaking truth in love. In the whole body, joined together and held by every supporting lig- ligament, grows and builds itself up. So a mature church is connected. And this connection isn't just a connection between one another. It's not just a friendship. It's a, it's a connection that comes from Christ. You see that at the beginning of verse 16? So the Christ is the head in verse 15, and from him the whole body is connected. Those of us that have been around at the Globe Church for the last couple of months will remember we talked a lot about the body of Christ and Christ as the head. We were looking at that um, in 1 Corinthians earlier on. We were looking at that in Colossians. We looked at the anatomy of the church in focus. If Christ is the head and as his people we are connected to him, we are then connected to one another because of Christ. Because of Christ. At focus this week we were talking about because of Christ friendships. That's what it looks like to be a church. It's we might be totally different. We might have different backgrounds, we might have different interests, we might, have different, we might be at different stages of life. But because of Christ, um, we are connected. So a mature church is, is connected to Christ, and because of Christ, um, we are connected to one another. And then, finally, a mature church is active. So at the end of verse 16, we build it, the church builds it. So there is as we are connected to one another, as we support one another, everyone has a role in the church family. We might, we might not all be um, preachers. We might not all be able to, to bake or to cook or to um, do whatever it is that, that we see other people doing. It's work. And whatever that is, it might be that the work that you do is, is getting alongside one person on a Sunday and you sit down next to them and you have a conversation with them that means that they feel like they have had love, truth and love spoken to them. That is a huge part of living in the church family. That is the the connectedness, the speaking truth in love that we're talking about. Each part of the church has a role to play. And in a mature church, um, the the destination for the church is that we will be active. We will be doing that. So So that's where we're heading. We're heading to a place where we are steadfast, speaking truth in love, connected and active. And then the question is, how do we get there? Right? We've, so we've, we've worked out the, the destination, we managed to get the like, Google, the Gmail bit, and found the postcode, but what if CityMap has turned off? How do I then actually get to where I need to get to go? Um, what's, the, what's the direction of travel? So there are two points here. Firstly, we listen to God's word. So go back to, look back at verse 11, at the top of the passage we read. Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers. And we could talk for hours about that list of titles, we could talk about what they each do, but the one thing that can be said for all of them is that they are speakers of God's word. They are people who speak God's word um, to others. And if those are the people that Christ has given to build the church up, the way that we grow is to be listeners of God's word. So Christ has given speakers of God's word. We are to be listeners of God's word. That is, that is one way that we, we get to the destination. And then the second way that we get to the, the destination um, is to depend on Christ. And this is the bit that hopefully takes the burden off ourselves. 
So it's, it's one thing to say, oh, I need to listen to God's word, and then that's just another thing to do. It's another tick box to add to my list of things to do. I've got all these steps that I need to take. We've talked so far today about moving from here to here, and to do that, I need to listen. Okay, I better buy a new notebook to take to church or whatever. But those people were given by Christ. Christ gave, Christ himself gave the word speakers to the church to build them up. And it is, it is from Christ that the whole body is joined and held together. So none of these things are possible. We are not going to be a steadfast than Christ. Christ is the head. He is the one we can look to. And he is the one who will give us the strength um, to take those steps forward that we've been talking about, to take those steps towards the destination that we're looking at today as a church. Look out from, from this passage. We're a, a, a mature church. The destination for the church is to be a steadfast church, speaking truth in love, connected and active. We get there by listening to God's word and being dependent on Christ as our head. Um, and as John T. said at the beginning, we've had loads of really, really practical questions around what this looks like as a church. So we're going to spend the rest of this um, hour or so thinking that through. Um, practically, what does it look like for us to be taking these steps forward? Um, let, me, let me pray for us as we start doing that, and then I'll hand back to John T. Um, Father God, we thank you that you have a destination for us, Lord. We thank you that as a church, as your people, um, you are building us up to be um, mature, that you are building us up to reach unity in the faith, that you are building us up to attain the whole fullness of Christ. Um, and Lord, we pray that each of those things that we talk from here, we would see ourselves being steadfast. We pray that as the winds and the tides of life try to knock us off course, that we cling to the gospel, that we cling to the good message of Jesus, that Jesus died for us. Um, we pray, Lord, that we would be speaking truth in love to one another. Lord, help us to, to know your gospel, to live it, to love it, and to, to preach it to one another. Um, but don't let us put each other down. Don't let us crush each other. Always let us be building each other up. And Lord, we pray that we would be connected um, to each other. Would we, would we know each other? Would we care about each other? Would we be able to serve each other? Um, and we'll be active, Lord, in our church, among our family, and in the community that we live. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.